Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. My name is Alex Davis. I will be your host for the remainder of this episode. And today we are going to be talking about something very important. Relationships. Now, I know this is not a relationship love life podcast, but hey, I thought this, this would be a very good topic to cover, especially because relationships are a big part of who we are as people. I mean, isn't that the whole point of life? Like you work all these jobs, you do all these things so you can find somebody that you will be able to spend the rest of your life with. That's such a nice thing to think about. But if we're not prepared and we don't like prepare ourselves and understand relationships, we're not going to be able to get anywhere with that. So what am I saying? Why, why would you need to prepare yourself for a relationship? Well, how many things in life have you just assumed that you're good at? Like naturally talented, just naturally born good at? Not many. And if you have talents, that only takes you so far, even if you're a pro NBA player or pro whatever. Relationships require understanding. Like you need to understand how relationships work with people. And this under this can go towards any relationship, whether it's love relationships, family relationships, friend relationships, relationships with yourself. Okay, why would you want to assume that, oh, you know, it's just implied that you know how to do everything. We are the most complex things on this planet, individuals that have thoughts and feelings and we do things. So how would you be able to just assume that the person that you want to be attracted to or that wants to attract you, that you just understand how that works, the, the dy dynamic. Well, we're human, so we just understand that. No, no, it takes some understanding. And I'm not just going to break down the psychology of what boys and girls think so that you can really like just like hone in to, to your love of your life and really break down why they don't like you or why they secretly love you, but they just can't tell you that. Okay, so what am I talking about? Well, do you believe everything in this life happens for a reason? Or do you at least believe in something that is much more powerful than yourself, a spiritual being, whether it's God, whether it's Buddha? Do you believe in something like that? Why does that re retain no relationships? Because number one, the biggest relationship you have in life is a relationship you live every day. The relationship that dictates all other relationships. Who do you spend the most time around? Think about it yourself. Okay. Well, I know that's not the answer you want to hear because you're like, oh my God, I'm so annoying. Why would I want to? Oh, duh. Well, yeah, duh. Do you really love yourself? Do you really take the time to enjoy the company you share with yourself? How much do you really know about yourself? Well, I know I'm fat. You're not fat. Okay. And, and if you are fat, then look, there's things that you can they they can really like be taken towards that step. You can really be aware of that, which you are aware, which is good. And now you can start taking action towards fixing that problem. And I promise you won't feel fat once you start doing that. Even if you still are physically fat, mentally you're going to be pushing towards that. Anyway, guys, no more tangents. We're just gonna get like more into this. So we start with a relationship we have with ourselves, and that's where this entire thing will start. And we're gonna eventually wrap up with ourselves. So when I started like really getting into podcasting and listening to podcasts, you need to make sure that you love yourself. And and like, I hear that from so many people and I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to understand why is it that every relationship I get into with women or anybody, it just kind of goes out poorly. And it's because of myself. 
And it's not just to make myself feel bad, but it's to understand that, look, I need to work on myself if I want to be with that person. I need to fix things about myself so that I can get with that person. And there's a few reasons for this. Number one, you need to understand what you want in life. And I made um, a Fast Fact Friday that might be coming out soon about that, um, about setting goals and really understanding goal setting and all that stuff. But on a much more deeper level, understand that you have aspirations for women or men or friends or family. You have goals. You have things that you want. And once you understand that, that's great. That's awesome. I'm so proud of you. But what does that person have? They also have wants. They also have needs. They also have expectations. Do you show up to them the way that you sh- well, the way that they show up to you? Hmm. I didn't think about that. Well, it shouldn't scare you. It should be a challenge. I want you all to understand that you are going to get the dream person in your life, whether you expect it or not, because your brain will set a a bar for yourself. What do I deserve? Who do I deserve? And whatever that bar is, you will accept the love that you believe you deserve. And you will settle with that because that's what you think you deserve. But I promise you, you deserve better. Okay? If you're content and you are ecstatic with who you have in your life and the relationship is smooth and it's going well and you guys talk and communicate and work things out and you have chemistry and compatibility and you are working together, I'm so proud of you. That's good. That's good. Okay. So now what? Well, you got to understand what you want out of a relationship. And... um. This is hard. This is really hard because you have to be very specific. Okay. Take out a sheet of paper and write down everything, everything physical that you want about that person. Be very specific and everything that you want that person to have on a personality level and like have on a mindset level and just really break down this person that you have in your mind. Can I tell you something? I did this twice in my life and both times, as soon as I listed something, I got it. Okay. And that's why I think everything in this world happens for a reason. I have a relationship with myself and a spiritual like self that allows me to believe in these things so that eventually it manifests. And I'm not saying because I believe in like God that I am a magical person and you're not. I'm just saying that it allows me to stay humble and it allows me to stay grounded and, and just stay optimistic about things. So even when I get rejected 500 times, I still get that one like positive yes. And I was exaggerating there. I do not have 500 rejections. I actually have 510 rejections. I'm just kidding. So write down a list and I'll give you my example. So I think I was in eighth grade and I listed out everything I wanted in a girl because I had been single for nine months. Oh my God. I couldn't handle myself, guys. It was so intense. Everything. I listed it out while I was in the shower. I still remember everything I said. I wanted that person to be like shorter than me. Just like the classics, you know, I wanted them to be intelligent. I wanted them to be like physically active and like fit. And I wanted them to be like somebody that made me laugh. And like, I wasn't very specific. I was specific enough. Three weeks later, that person randomly showed up in my life. Number one, the, the time that I saw them, like my body had associated such like a feeling with this person, even though I didn't even talk to them yet. And they lived two hours away from me that it was almost like I was in love with the idea of the person because I had it. And we ended up dating. Okay. She came to shadow at my school. Um, and she walked in the door. I saw her from like across the room and I was like, Oh my God, this is the person that I was like talking about. 
Okay. And, and then I had the courage to talk to her, which I, is a very profound thing. I know I don't talk to many people that often. Um, so at that point, so I talked to her and I got her Snapchat and we texted for months, three months or whatever. And we started hanging out and then we started dating. It was awesome. Although I realized that there was a lot of like deficiencies. She, she was not ready for a relationship and like all these things. And so it ended poorly. And that turned out to be the first love of my life. And, um, that really kind of put me in perspective as to understanding what I want, but I didn't do anything about it. I just kind of accepted the love that I thought I deserved from that point on. And then, and then this past month after doing all this self-help thing, I listed everything, everything on a notebook, very, very specific, much more specific than the first time. It was intense. The amount of specificity that was in that list. I can't even read it off. The It was like three pages long. And then two days later, I met this person. Okay. And, and like the time frame doesn't really matter. It's it's arbitrary. And like it, it's just, it could be years. Okay. But I'm not, I'm not trying to discourage you, but I'm saying that you got to understand what you want because that person might be in your life and you might have that opportunity, but you might not even know it. Sadly, I didn't know this. And this person was new in my life, but I was ready for them. Like I, number one, they meet it, they met all my standards. And I like to believe I met all of theirs. But if I had met that person two months before that, I wouldn't have been ready for it. I would not have been ready for it whatsoever. Why? Because that person possessed things that I wanted that I didn't even hold myself. Like I wanted them to have a strong entrepreneurial mindset and, and to want to do something different and to be like their own self. And we haven't even talked about finance on this podcast yet, but trust me, guys, when we do, your minds will be blown. So I wanted them to be somebody that believed in something different in the world, that they, they didn't want to just live the nine to five job to get the, to get the life that didn't really matter to, to get the money that could buy you things that you don't want or need. Yeah. And that person possessed it. It was a very powerful thing. And I've never met a woman that believes that, which is kind of strange. Um, very ambitious person. Okay. And she's, she's intelligent and, and she talks deeply about topics and, Sadly, the entire relationship lasted only a week or whatever, and we weren't going to date anyway because um, I'm going to college soon. Uh, uh, but, you know, it's okay. Sorry, guys. Took a little water break there, you know, talking for 10 minutes. <clears throat> um, so really, like, figuring out what you want and figuring out what they possibly want as well. I was able to like communicate with this person on a deeper level the second time because I had spent months going through the self-help process and like understanding that if I read books, if I do workouts and it wasn't to meet this person, like I never did any of this to meet this person. I did all of this for myself, but now I had all these things on my back that I could use when talking to this person and it made me more attractive as a person. So understanding what you want and then being able to reciprocate that. If you want somebody that's really thin and really th like um like fit and you're not able to match that to their needs, don't give up. Please don't give up. If that if that's what you think about all the time, then don't stop pursuing it. It's something that you should listen to and be aware of. So try to make a change. I know a person in my class that I wouldn't say is fat because I don't, I don't like using that word that is very negative connotation, but was definitely heavier than he was this year. And in quarantine, when we were all shut down, 
the transformation that this kid undertook was amazing, like amazing. I'm not even kidding. And I was very proud of this person, very, very proud. And this person bullied me for several, several years, but I was so happy for them. I, I, I can't even believe it. And so if you want something and you think about it all the time, don't let anything stop you and just run with it. I promise you guys the outcomes will be, you can't even believe. Now, guess what? You've been on this track for self-help and self-development and growth for months, and you're you're seeing the results exponentially, instant gratification, and you're loving it. You're absolutely loving the process, and you're feeling like every day you're growing. You're getting your mind blown. You're thinking about things you've never thought about. You're listening to Alex's podcast on the way to work every single day. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. And now you meet that person. But there's one problem. You have all these ideas and they've they met all your expectations and you meet all their expectations. But how do you show up to each other? There's three things that you need to think about. There's chemistry, compatibility, and connection. Okay. Now, if you don't have chemistry with that person, the relationship is doomed to fail. I'm sorry. Chemistry is that natural thing that just occurs between you and your partner that 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 connection, that like thing that, oh, we just clicked. You know? If you don't have that, I'm sorry, but the relationship won't won't flourish. So when I wrote down all those traits in that girl, I met the person that had everything on paper. We had connection. We could connect on a deeper level, an intellectual level, and we could we could have nice conversations, and I could enjoy her company, and we were compatible. We enjoyed the similar activities in life. We both liked to do walks. We both played soccer. You know, we both wanted to have this entrepreneurial mindset for our future. We both com- had compatibility in activities, and we both like adventure, but we didn't have the chemistry. There was no chemistry there. And maybe it was the world at that point. We were both in the transitional phase. We were trying to get ready for college. And we didn't allow ourselves to be open enough with each other. And we weren't in that mindset. But let me tell you, if you don't have chemistry, even if that person checks off every box on your list, the relationship is doomed to fail. And I'm sorry. So that that's pretty depressing, isn't it? You could have all of the things that you ever want in a woman or a man standing right in front of you. And if you guys don't connect, eh, it's not going to work. Yeah, that, that kind of scared me the first time I heard that. And this kind of opens up something. The idea that relationships are much harder than you, you even think. Well, you already know that they're time consuming. You already know that they require a lot of effort and a lot of work and a lot of preparation and a lot of time and commitment but it requires a lot more to be able to really connect with that person, to be able to show up for them the way that they want and and to meet their expectation and everything. So how do you handle this? Well, how do you handle anything when you have a problem? You talk it out, you write it down. So talk it out, communicate. So let's talk about communication now. Okay. So we're now in the world where we've assumed that you've spent the time growing, where you've spent the time developing self-love and development, and you you have this person that you want, this is your dream person, and you actually have connection, chemistry, and compatibility. Your life is amazing right now. We are assuming a lot of things, but this helps everything flow. Okay. So you're in a relationship with them. 
And we know that the butterfly period exists at the beginning where you just kind of float around in time and space where you're just so happy and you just you just are totally distracted from the world by this person and everything just seems to be lovely and great. And you start dating. And if you're old enough, you move in with each other. And if you're not, then things intensify. You start meeting their parents. You start hanging out with their family more. You start getting into their their actual their life. How do you handle that? Communicate. Well, I don't just mean just saying, I don't like this. I like this. This is this is nice. And everyone communicates, and that's great. You got into the relationship because you communicated with that person, and I'm very proud of you for that. But, 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 there's something that you didn't understand. Are you effectively communicating? When, you're, when, you're, when your partner says, after a few months of living together, why aren't we spending time together? You're, you're thinking to yourself, well, what do you mean? We live in the same place. Like we sleep in the same bed or we go to the same school. We see each other every day. You need to have the terms defined properly. You need to make sure that their definition of spending time together and your definition of spending time together both match up. Because in your mind, spending time is physically being there in the presence of this person and their idea is quality time. They are looking for the more deep connection, the actual you being there for them and being attentive to them. And they're saying, I haven't had this in a while. I want this. You need to read these signs very importantly, especially if you're getting into a relationship, because if you don't, what happens? And we know that word that we all hate and we all cringe over. Cheating. Infidelity. Yeah. Well, they're a terrible person. They cheated on me. Okay, yeah, that doesn't solve anything or anyone's problems. Yes, the the decision to cheat on somebody because you can't really communicate over something effectively is not a smart move. It is not a anything that should be justified. It is not anything that people need to just accept as fact. No, never. But why? You need to understand the why, okay? You can forgive the person once you understand the why and move on and not justify the action and still be upset with them. Well, they cheated on you because you're not listening to the signs that they've been telling you. Well, why don't they just tell me to spend quality time? Because they're that's how they're communicating. They're assuming that when they say that word, they have the expectation that you just automatically would heed to their wants and needs. And it's very hard to communicate what you want, especially because we're complex individuals that don't exactly know what we want all the time. And so when we're trying to communicate with somebody, sometimes it's a little hard to say, listen, I have been spending all this time at home doing all these things, and you're kind of not really doing much to help out. I would like you to help me out doing these things. And they might say, why are you sitting on your butt all the time doing nothing? This just makes you upset. And they're they're confused why you don't get the message, why you're not hearing them rather than just listening to them, why you're not really interpreting what they're saying rather than just letting it go in and just taking it all as fact. So what am I talking about really? When you're communicating with somebody, first you need to start with yourself. How are you receiving this information and how are you like putting it back into the world? Okay. So when when your partner tells you this, or when your partner makes you upset, or when your partner says something that doesn't resonate well with you, or when your friend tells you something about your partner, maybe some drama or gossip that you don't really like, how do you receive that? How do you interpret it? How do you understand it? And how do you reciprocate that out into the world? 
very important. You need to make sure that you're doing this properly and you need to be aware of doing this. We know what is the number one thing on this show? Awareness, guys. Awareness, awareness, awareness. I want you all to be aware of everything that you're doing because if this relationship is worth everything that you have and you're willing to put in everything you've got, then you're going to do this. So you are like hearing all these things about your partner. Number one, are they true? How do you know they're true? Has your partner told you? No. Okay. Well, secondhand swords. Okay. Number two, your partner does something bad and you kind of internalize it. You don't really say anything at the moment, but you realize later on that night or that day, it's kind of, it kind of is bothersome. I don't really enjoy that. I I kind of like when, you know, he doesn't do that. So are you just going to be like, Hey, Brad, cut, cut, cut the crap, man. Just come on. No. But how do you really articulate it to him that like, listen, this kind of bothers me. I don't really enjoy when you do this specific thing. That is very, very difficult to do. And effectively communicating it can be difficult, especially if you are scared that that person is going to interpret it correctly or incorrectly. So really understanding why this person did that thing. So rather than immediately thinking on how to tell the person what they need to do or what they need to change, try to understand why they did whatever they did. That's the best way. The best protection is knowledge, guys. The best protection is knowledge. So if you want to really understand, then try to understand. Try to be introspective a little bit. If you were to if you were to do that same thing, why would you be doing it? If if your partner is not allowing you to have the sex that you want, why? Why? There could be multitude of reasons. Maybe you no longer help out with the dishes. Maybe you no longer help out with her homework. Maybe you no longer communicate with her about her family. Maybe you no longer like spend enough quality time with her. Maybe you didn't go to the movies with her. Maybe you were talking to to her best friend and she doesn't like that. Maybe you were saying something and she interpreted it wrong and now she's upset with you. There could be multitude of reasons and this applies to guys as well. So really, really understand why they are doing what they're doing and put yourself in their shoes. What have you been doing that may have provoked this? Instead of trying to immediately think of, how to tell them that they're in the wrong or how to blame them for being in the wrong because we do things because we have motivation. We don't just do things despite people. If this person has chosen to be in a relationship with you, your lovely soul, they love you or they are on their process of loving you. So it's not that they're just doing it to try to make you feel terrible about yourself. It's just they're trying to communicate, listen, you're not reciprocating what I feel. So why should I like come to your needs. And this is in in their response to whatever your lack of doing things is kind of a fixed mindset. Now, I've read this book, uh, Mindset by Carol um, Dweck, I think, and incredible book, incredible book, guys. Really powerful on mindset if you really want to understand how mindsets work. Um, I recommend it 100%. So yeah, communication is key. And back to understanding, like now, so now we've we've interpreted is like the action or whatever in ourselves. We need to start turning that thing around. Okay, hold on, little water break. And now you can effectively communicate with that person, so you understand whatever they're doing, or you you are interpreting it rather. Um, it's not exactly the reason that they're doing this, but you have an idea. You have some ideas as to maybe why. 
So what do you do now? When you're communicating, you need to do this one key thing. Empathize, 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 empathize. This person is trying to relay you a message. This person is trying to tell you something. So don't just be like, hey, listen, I don't like when you do this. Why aren't we doing this right now? Why are we just not doing anything? That's going to make them upset. That's going to start an argument, and then you're going to start spiraling out into a tangent about something that doesn't really even matter. And then guess what? They're going to use everything that they have against you as firepower. And now you're going to start feeling upset about yourself, and you're going to start falling apart. So we don't want that. So you're going to empathize with them. And this might be hard because you have to let your ego slip away. You're going to say to them, listen, I understand why you feel this and really mean it. Don't just say this so that you will have sex again, because that's disgusting. If you're in a relationship just for sex, you're not in a relationship for a right reason, especially if this relationship is serious. Understand what this person is trying to convey to you and say, listen, I understand this, okay? And I understand that I haven't been putting in my effort that I need to do. And I understand that I have been talking to this person, your best friend, and I shouldn't be, or that it makes you upset. And I'm sorry for that. I will stop and we can compromise and I will do what it takes to be able to make you happy. And I will be able to put in the work so I can show you that I'm there for you and do that for her. Okay. This comes to another point, effort. Let me ask you a question. How much like division of effort do you think each partner should be giving from your point of view? Well, that's an easy question, guys. That's a that's a 50-50. Wrong. Wrong. No. No. Why is that wrong? Why would the person that is your partner have to put in 50% of the effort? There's a problem here. You're expecting your partner to put in 50% of the effort of the relationship. Number one, that's a large percentage. Number two, you're expecting something that is not even set in stone. And when we expect things, what do we know to be true? We get disappointed because when things don't go the way we expect them to or the way we plan them to, we get upset. We get we get furious and it internalizes and we don't even know it. If we're expecting our partner to do the dishes for us, our partner to be there to listen to our, our, our complaining about our family, our partner to be able to come to every single swim meet or soccer game or whatever it is that is very valuable to us or, or to show up like that. We're expecting that and we haven't even communicated that. That's not good. You need to go under the impression that 100% of the effort is going to be on your shoulders, that everything that is going into this in, in this relationship is you. Accountability 100%. Now let me tell you something. The relationship that I was in last year was the most important relationship I've ever been into in my life. My partner was the girl that I had a crush on in sixth grade all the way up through 12th grade or 11th or 10th grade. I'm sorry. And what got me into that relationship? Number one, I made sure that I, I showed up to her the way that she wanted. I, I met her expectations physically. Okay. I had some things I needed to fix physically. I fixed them. I knew that my style and clothes didn't match what she wanted. I needed to show up the way that she wanted to. Number one, this did something for me. It made me confident. Number two, this did another thing for me. It allowed me to feel more, more comfortable in my skin when talking to her. Now, this relationship succeeded because at the very beginning, 
I didn't expect anything from her. I didn't expect anything from anybody. I just did this because I knew that she was graduating soon. And I knew that I wasn't going to be able to, I would just be throwing out an opportunity. I needed to show her how I felt. I was going to be open with her. And I didn't want to ruin our friendship. But I allowed all the accountability to be on my shoulders. All of it. Without any expectation of anything. And it worked out. It wasn't until I started expecting something from her once we started getting comfortable and I expected, wow, now I've won her over. Now we can we can kind of put the brakes on and ease off the gas a little bit. Well, then the relationship started falling apart. We didn't meet each other's expectations and everything started to slip away. Okay. Another water break, guys. Hold on. I suppose I could just like cut those out because I've been drinking so much water. Um and yeah, so effort, guys. Effort is key. Like putting it in, and I understand that sustainably, a hundred to zero percent effort is not sustainable. And for a lot of us, it's not even realistic. Like, why would I do that? But listen, and this is another little tangent. What are we programmed to do as we go to school? We are programmed to go to school to hear a teacher speak to us so that we get the information we need to get an A on an exam, okay? And we're trading our time and our, our our valuable like effort so that we get an A on the exam so we can listen to the teacher give us that outcome. When you put in 100% effort and you get zero out of it, oh, that's a waste of time. Well, no, it's not a waste of time because there's an opportunity there. There's a very big opportunity there and you're not and you're going to throw it away because you you're so engrossed in the outcome. Well, if you're really passionate about it, follow it, follow it. And that's another thing. So we need to understand this. Why are we in relationships at all? Like you're doing all this self-help things. You're, you're, you're showing up for these people that you have like major aspirations to be with and you're making changes in your life. But are you even ready for a relationship or should you stay single? Of course I need to be in a relationship. I've been single my whole life. Okay, that doesn't give you justification to be in a relationship. Um, no, it doesn't. Um, why? Well, why would it? The time that you're not in a relationship doesn't like equate to the amount of time you need to be in a relationship. It doesn't make people feel sad for you. If you're not ready to be in a relationship, you shouldn't be in a relationship. Why are you in a relationship to begin with? To feel happy? To find feel loved? Well, you got half the answer right. Who makes you happy? That is you. If you go into a relationship expecting that your partner is going to make you happy, expecting that your partner is going to give you what you need in life, they're holding a gun to your head every single day because you are giving everything you've got for this person. And when they walk away from your life, if they walk away from your life, they just pull the trigger. And now all the happiness that you've invested and all the time that you've invested in this person is gone. And now you have nothing. And so now you begin to identify yourself and define yourself by the fact that they left you because you feel not good enough, because you feel not worthy enough. But it has nothing to do with that. They have their own needs. They have their own path. And they're following their path. So you need to follow yours. Your path was never this person. Your path is something completely different. But you're relying on this person to give you the happiness that you want in life. And that's not what you should be doing. You should be able to sit there and be happy with yourself 
and be able to live with yourself without a relationship. Understand that you're going to be in a relationship to grow and to benefit with this person. And so you guys can have a relationship, a connection, chemistry, compatibility, and then hopefully, hopefully you guys make some time together. But if in, in fact, this person will leave you. You need to be okay with the fact that I can live on my own. This person does not define me. This person does not own me. I am my own person and I don't need this person to survive. Very, very important distinction. And that's what I'm trying to do here. If I wanted to be in a relationship right now, I could be. I chose to be single because I knew that I couldn't be single without being happy prior to this entire time. So I've been trying to grow and to expand and trying to convince myself and trying to learn what it takes to love myself enough to the point where when I am in a relationship, I am totally, totally comfortable with being in that relationship, but being okay with leaving. And I know this is a lot to think about because we're only trying to think about being in that relationship, but you need to step back and be objective for a second. Are you in this relationship for the right reasons, guys? Are you in this like, position in life for the right reasons? Have you done the work that it takes to get there? Because it is so much work that it, re it requires. And I don't want to scare any of you away because relationships are beautiful and they're gorgeous and and that's what life's about. I, I love relationships and I, I I'm I'm still constantly pursuing meeting new people, becoming friends with new people and keeping my options open just in case I'm accidentally letting up an opportunity for somebody. Because you guys are probably thinking, well yeah, maybe I'm not ready for a relationship, but the best person in my life could show up and I would have to throw everything away to be with this person. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. I really do because the, the lessons you're going to learn from relationships are beautiful. The things you're going to learn from relationships are beautiful and they're gorgeous. And you just expecting to be in this position where you're, you're growing so much and you're going to be ready for a relationship is kind of hard to do. That's what I'm doing. I'm expecting that one day I'm going to just be ready for a relationship and be able to be okay with that. Well, no, I need to be ready with myself. I need to be, forgiving of my past. I need to get rid of all of the, the pain and the worry that I have with my past so that I can go on moving forward with myself. And I think that we as humans may never be ready for a relationship because we're always growing. We're always discovering things about ourselves if we're taking the time to, if we're always in pursuit of who we are, pursuit of what we want, pursuit of what we need. Yeah. So if that mysterious person comes into your life, don't just throw it out the window because you're not ready, guys. I want you guys to know that you, you you are ready. But I want you to know that sometimes it needs a little bit work. That you're not exactly there yet. That with 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 power and, and with, with time and with courage and consistency with yourself, understanding with yourself, self-love, you'll get to a position where in a relationship, you will be able to, to just enjoy. Okay? And yes, there will be hardships. I'm not saying that you're not going to argue. I'm not going to say that you're not going to fight. I'm not going to say that this perfect person is going to meet every expectation right off the bat with you because they're not, because you're expecting that this person is going to be absolutely perfect. Are you perfect yourself? No. So why would this person be perfect for you? Huh? Very good. So 
and I wouldn't say just accepting the person's flaws for what they are. I'm, I'm saying being able to be willing to grow with this person, to be able to push this person and, and to be open-minded and to try and to expand. So don't throw this opportunity out the window if it comes to you, but trying to prepare yourself a little bit and trying to grow when you're single. Because being single is an amazing thing. You have time at your side. You have you have freedom to be who you want to be and you have freedom to try things that you want to try and to, you know, explore hobbies that you've never explored before and really just exploring yourself. Okay, guys. So that was a lot of information to digest in the past 30 minutes. So I'm going to break it down like this. First, start with yourself. Start with loving yourself. Start with understanding yourself and kind of understand what you want out of a relationship, guys. Like understand what it is that this person that you want to be with, what, what do they possess? And what do they want you to possess? Possess? Possess. And then when you get there, do you have chemistry, compatibility, connection? And once you're with them, do you effectively communicate? How is it that you speak so that when you encourage and you encounter problems, you're able to work through them as a couple to make sure that you're maintaining the growth and the expansive mindset, okay? And then understanding kind of on a side note, are you even ready for a relationship or is staying single kind of the thing that you need to be doing right now and being proactive and constantly pursuing the best self that you can be and, and pursuing your aspirations and goals in life? But not just being so engrossed in the process that you lose sight of the goal because sometimes all the busy work can kind of get a, get a little bit overwhelming and you kind of lose sight of what you're doing. And I, I'm experiencing that right now. Sometimes I lose sight of what exactly it is that I'm doing here until I take a step back. So with all of that said and done, I want you guys to know this. I love you very much and I can't believe that you guys stuck around for this entire episode. You all mean you all mean the world to me, and I can't believe that I I get the opportunity to, to sit in front of this microphone and share with you guys the most important values that I have to share. If you find this inf information any value, or you, you find it like beneficial for yourself, and you feel like one of your friends or family members may need to listen to this message, feel free to share it with them, man. That doesn't cost anything. And also, if you have any recommendations for me, please reach out. I love hearing from you guys all the time. And with that said and done, I will see you all in the next episode. Ciao.